You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Were you rushing or were you dragging? Gentlemen, welcome to Fight Club. First rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club. Second rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club. Here we go. All right, welcome back to Me Matrix. As always, my name is Jordan. We got Matt. What's crack a lacking? And I'm my dad. What's going on? Also known as David. And today we're back to our regular episodes, kind of. Um, we're going to start out with some um, recommended cautions or, you know, recaution, depending on how you look at that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm warning you. Uh, yes! That's awesome! Is this bad? Is this bad? No. Don't like that. Shut, shut, your, shut your mouth. And so we're going to hit you with two or three each, you know, depending on what we feel. And then we got a Christmas draft coming right after. So we're excited. That's excited exciting. That yeah. Stuff. Yeah, we're getting yeah. back to the bread and butter here, recommending some stuff. Or not Get, recommending stuff. Whatever. Or, you know, crapping on stuff. Um, we're good at that. Who wants to go first? Anybody in particular? I have a, one that just can't wait to You have go one off you on? can't wait to no, go I mean, off I, I mean, I, I'll start. There's no problem. You kick us off. I don't care. Um, This is one that we actually didn't do a podcast on even though it came it's came out pretty recently um barbarian Mm. i want to talk about barbarian for a second i'm going to recommend this um without spoiling this this movie i'll give you the synopsis a woman staying at airbnb discovers that the house she has rented is not what it seems it's extremely basic it's very vague um so you have her name is Georgina Campbell, and then you got, of course, Bill Skarsgård, and Justin Long, and Richard Brake. So, this film was bonkers. Um, I didn't really know what I was getting from it. You watch the trailer, and you're like, oh, that looks fun, and then the whole movie's way different than mm-hmm. the trailer. Um, you don't know who's good, who's bad, what's going on in this house. Uh, basically, what happens is an Airbnb, and they Bill Skarsgård and Georgina, whatever, um, both get the same reservation, and they don't know what to do. She thinks he's a creep. He He's just trying to be nice. They're super cool. And then certain things happen. There's things going on in this house that are very unnatural. Mm-hmm. Um, this movie, ha- it's like, it's normal, pretty normal. And then Justin Long comes in. We all know what happened. Justin Long comes into a horror movie. It's rough <laughs> for him, usually. It's usually not good for uh, him. Not good for him. And it has those, tusk. has those twists and turns. Jeepers Creepers, it didn't work out well no, for him either. No. He's got a pretty underrated horror resume when you yeah, look at Justin yeah. Long. Um, Dodgeball especially. Yeah, great movie. <laughs> um, but honestly, I was enthralled with the whole thing. It has an interesting ending. It has parts in it where like you can't believe... My wife had a little bit of problem with the main character going back and trying to help, but I thought, I mean, she's just a good person. Um, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with being, being um, a kind-hearted person. But it's there's a somewhat of a creature in this, um, if you want to say that, and didn't expect that, so you can look at that. I'm not, I don't want to spoil anything because it's very, very good. And it's, yes, I it, like that you're keeping it vague. It is very one of those movies that you have to just kind of believe in the unbelievable in a way because there are certain things like, it's like it's in Detroit, like downtown Detroit, so it's like rough parts. Yeah. And so there's this town ish suburb that's just like one nice house, and that's the one they're in. So everyone else is kind of just like, okay, what's going on? They just look the other way because mm-hmm. Detroit, I guess. I don't know. Sorry for Detroit listeners. I don't well, know. I've never that. been to Detroit. Not just that, but that I mean, rough. even when things go down, I mean, even the cops don't believe or yeah, or don't even want to be there. Head. I mean, yeah, it's just it's ridiculous. The the movie was like you said. You seen the trailer? Very misleading. It is not ex- anything what you think I love that. when you watch a trailer. Yeah, and 
because I thought, well, okay, this is gonna be a home invasion type movie where you get she gets stuck with or, Bill, or and, Bill really is a creep. I mean, yeah, you, just, we you don't, don't know. know. But yeah. it doesn't take those type of turns you think. I think it's ambitious. I thought it was. I wish I could have seen it in theaters. I watched HBO Max. I think is where it came out on. Was that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, so if you want to watch this, I don't think it's HBO Max anymore. I think it's off of there right now. So it, oh. it should be coming out soon. Um, either because that's the one I'm gonna buy as soon as it comes out, probably mm-hmm. 4K. Because I think it looked good in 4K. Dark scenes might look better. Yeah, because um, it's very dark. <laughs> so 4K usually brings out that yeah. darkness inside me. But um, full recommend here. Um, I gave this an eight out of ten on IMDb. Might even be a nine after I watched it again. There's a couple things there that were kind of wonky, but overall it'll mess your mind, especially if you like horror. So yes, recommend Barbarian. I don't. It says you actually no, I'm wrong. It says you can watch HBO Max. On okay. IMDb, so, it off so HBO Max, if you want to go watch it, is where it's at. I would definitely watch it. I will back you up. I did. I I watched it too, like a couple nights after it came out on HBO Max. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, it you never knew what film or you never knew what direction this movie was going to turn. So Barbarian's very good, and it's directed by Zach Krieger from The Whitest Kid You Know, yeah. written and directed by it's him. Basically, the same kind of thing. Did a pretty good job. <laughs> it's pretty funny though as well. Yeah. Um, David, you want to go next? You want me to go? Go for it. Okay. I'm going to recommend a movie um, that came out a year or two ago, uh, 1948 to be exact. Um, this is... I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Back yeah. when you were in college. Right, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> old jokes. Never uh, get old. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> Jordan looked at me like he was fixing to speak. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I'm going to recommend a movie from 1948. This is a Cary Grant movie. I watched this the other night. I uh, caught it on Turner Classics. Um, and this is one of those films that... Unfortunately, you have to pay like two ninety nine to rent. It's not streaming anywhere. I just happened to catch it on cable. But um, the film is Mr. Blandings Builds His Dream House. I don't know. I've now watched this that movie. That is a title and a half. Have you, have you heard of it? I have not, movie? no. You've never heard of this movie as well? Mm-mm. This movie is a classic for me. And I just wanted to give it some love here on the podcast because I've watched it for many years. Um, it's one of the first films I watched uh, – when I was a kid, and it made me realize, oh, maybe black and white films aren't so bad. Uh, so the plot is Cary Grant and Myrna Loy are husband and wife. Cary Grant's a successful advertising-type guy. Um, Myrna Loy is his smoking wife, and they have two daughters. They live in Manhattan in a ballin' apartment in Manhattan, which would probably cost four grand a month today. But, um, of course, you know, they're constantly fumbling over each other, and they're, um, you know, they just don't have enough room. They don't have enough space. Their children are growing up. They need more room, yada, yada, They're thinking about tearing out a wall. They're thinking about doing this and that. Finally, Cary Grant realizes, like, what if I just spend a few thousand more and buy my dream house out in the country in Connecticut or whatever? I've never been to Connecticut, but they make it seem like it's heaven in this film. But, um, so anyway... That's what he does. He ends up buying an old dilapidated colonial style house out in the middle of nowhere, Connecticut. And um, he ends up having to, he tries to, tries to repair it. um, But shingles are falling off just taking a look at it. So they end up tearing it down and just building their dream house. Um, It's a really, it's just a charming, delightful movie that I've watched for almost 20 years and I really enjoy it. Um, it's a, it's one of the, it's one of my favorite classic comedies. It's for me, it's up there with like some like it hot and some of the other like great comedies that, um, great comedies of the 20th century. Um, but I really enjoy it. Uh, it was later remade, uh, with Tom Hanks and the money pit. And then it was remade again with ice cube and are we done yet? Not a good movie, but, um, I recommend you guys checking it out. If you just want just a delightful, charming film about building a home and 
um, you know, falling in love all over again, you know, all that good stuff. Just check this movie out. Mr. Blandings builds his dream house. Okay. Cool. Title's kind of rough. <laughs> it's based on a book with the yeah. same title, so. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it is. All right, I am going to go with the new Christmas movie, Spirited. Mm. Mm, the Will Ferrell, Ryan Reynolds joint. Yes, we watched this the other night. Um, this is a complete, almost complete different take on, of course, Dickens' A Christmas Carol. Um, and it's a musical, mm-hmm. so like, Ryan Reynolds and Octavia Spencer had to learn to dance and sing for this movie. They're natural talents, though. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um, I recommend this movie. Um, it was, it was funny. Of course, you got Ryan Reynolds, and Will Ferrell. It's not going to be funny, right? Mm-hmm. So it was funny. It was, uh, like I said, it was a different take. Um, you're used to, you know, the three ghosts show up and Scrooge and all that stuff. Well, the beginning of this movie shows you that. Those three, those three ghosts that that they went to Scrooge, they also go to different people throughout the year, or they 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 have one project a year, but there's different like groups who do it, and so it's like a like a corporation almost that goes around and tries to change people's hearts, the, from the Scrooge type right. thing. Okay, <clears throat> and so in this movie, Will Ferrell decides that he wants to take on Brian Reynolds. Because he's what's known as an unredeemable. And uh, and so he's the first ghost that's supposed well, second ghost is supposed to go in. But anyway, they decide to take him on. And this movie takes a complete different turn because you not only go into his life, but then you go into Will Ferrell's character's life also. Uh, you know, he's been dead for 200 years, and this is what he's done since he's been dead. Okay, so kind of kind of splits the story. Right, up it goes like that. back and forth because Ryan Reynolds is difficult. <laughs> he does not want to go along with the program. Any ghost he shows up, he doesn't really care. So it's that. it's it's that type of thing. Um, the the music is good. The songs are good. It's from the the guys who did uh, uh, the Greatest Showman and La La Land. Mm. That's why it's so good because La La Land. <laughs> uh, I think it's the Greatest Showman. And thing. they wrote the songs for La La Crocodile. If yep. You guys were wondering. Ooh, oh, Sean Mendes and, in this. No, <sighs> but and that uh, that other movie with the the kid, a uh, high school kid. Uh, high school musical. Y- no, oh. <laughs> high school kid. Oh, I thought high, high school musical. The high school kid where the other kid kills himself and My he thinks that he. How to save a life? No, that I can't remember the name of it now. It just I'm came really out like last David. year or two. High school kid when another kid kills himself. Yeah, but turned, he took Dear Evan Hansen? Yes, leaves behind a oh. note. That one. Oh, okay. I was thinking of all these shows. I was like, no, they 13 wrote, Reasons Why. They wrote, <laughs> the mus- they wrote the musical for that also. The music for that also. I heard that sucks, though. Oh, I haven't I don't seen know. that. No. Maybe the music's good, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, as we were watching it, I had to look it up because the music was very similar. It's at least the harmonies were very similar to uh, The Greatest Showman. Mm. And I'm like, dude, they had to have written yeah. this, and they did. They should have brought Hugh Jackman in, too, just because. They should have, that would have, have a thing. That would have yeah, been awesome. That would have been great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, overall, sorry. this this movie's really good. The twists and the turns that they take, um, it it identify. There's there's certain identifying things in this that that they go back to the classic also, but they they do keep it very modern. Um, I think it was about twenty minutes too long, mm. um, but and probably what they should have known was taking out one of the da- one or two of the dance numbers. Because they weren't that great, um, but overall the movie was really good. Uh, besides the the length of it, it's a little over two hours long. 
Uh, it's been maybe, like a norm lately. After like two hours, like yeah, a normal. Yeah, maybe maybe one, just give like us an hour forty. <laughs> yeah. Maybe maybe two ten, and it should have been maybe about one forty five or so. And I think it would have been perfect just about. Um, Octavia Spencer is fantastic in this. Always is. Uh, Will Ferrell is great. Always is. Right? <laughs> Ryan Reynolds is great. In always this. is. Um, well, they play themselves, kind of. Like he always does. Kind of, yeah, yeah. But, you know, but it's. And they're so funny with each other. They pull off each other so well. Have they been in a movie together? If not, it's the, they need to be more I'm movies. Trying to think. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like they haven't. I thought. Hmm. I almost said get hard. That's Kevin Hart. <laughs> it is. Same person. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Either way, they, they pull off each other really well. That's cool. Uh, the story's really cool. Uh, stay to the end. It's. It, some people might even be in tears by the end. But who knows? Um, mm, I doubt it. Yeah, probably not. But anyway. No soul. It was really good. Like I said, a little too long. Maybe leave out one or two numbers. The music was really good. The acting was good. It was funny as all get out. Um, yeah, highly recommend it. And where That's can you cool. watch it? Apple TV. Apple TV. Yeah, Apple Plus. That's cool. I'm glad you recommended that, David, because I saw, you know, when I saw when it came out, I was like, meh, Maybe. That's pretty much it. But That's what I thought. You're going in. I'm like, yeah. I'm not expecting anything out of this. And it was actually pretty Here's good. Here's my question. Yes. Is it needed? Do we need another Christmas Carol movie? Well, I would. I, I like. Would, I respect from what you said. It sounds like they at least try something different, which I would, is a nice change That's what I was going to say. I would normally say no, but the way that they took the story, I would say yes. Check is it, it out. better than Jim Carrey's? That mocap one? Yeah. Directed <laughs> by Robert Zemeckis? No. <laughs> I do like I would that say one. Yes. I actually like that one. <laughs> I do too. Okay. I would say yeah. I think it's interesting that they made I, When I first saw it, I was like, great. I don't know. Because I, I don't watch any of those Christmas Carol. I did really. not want to watch I can't it. stand it. Like, What's that one with Matthew Conaghy? Um, um, it's like a rom-com. It's Ghost, like, Ghost, Ghost of Christmas, Christmas Past. Past. So yeah. I don't know. That came to mind. Um, My mom likes but the thing. Like I, I said, like how David and I both knew it was Ghost <laughs> of Girlfriend's Past. Going to this, I did not want to watch it at all. And after watching this, I'll watch it again. All right, cool. So, so spirited, pretty good. Apple, we've all recommended something now. Look at that. I'm gonna hit with another recommend. Um, <coughs> cool. So we haven't done this in a little while, and so um, I've got a bunch of movies that if, if it's new, I watch a bunch of new movies, and I, and I rate them all. Yeah. So that's how I'm going through my list um, because I don't write a list down. So I watched this another Skarsgård movie, not Bill this time. We have Alexander here, mm. the better looking. Mm, maybe that's the, true. But Bill's the better actor. Fight me on that, maybe. But it's Bill, Bill has had anyways. Bill's had more opportunities. I'd say that to to act. Because um, Alexander's known for his body. I say I better know <laughs> That's what he's known for. I say I better sure. know where you're going with this one. Let's hear it. So, um, this movie is called Hidden. If you ever heard of it, it's because no one knows anything about this nah. movie. Mm, um, not heard of it. It doesn't have a Blu-ray release at all. I actually bought Which this on DVD. Which is a shame. Honestly, DVD. it's a shame. That's how much I like this movie. I bought it on DVD because they don't have it anywhere else but DVD. Where, did this come out this year? It came no, out in no. 2015. Yeah. Okay. Um, it has Bill Skarsgård. Bill. It has Alexander Skarsgård. And it has Andrea Risenborough. She's. Okay. I, I've seen her before. I yeah. just. How did you find this movie? Um. Well, I decided this was during October when I watched it, and I was watching a new horror movie every night, and I had looked up horror movies to watch that you may not have seen, and Hidden was top ten on every single one of them. I was like, that's weird. And so this movie is is a isol- isolation movie. Um. It is about a family. It's kind of like a. a this is like a quiet place kind, kind of. of. Yeah. But. You seen this, David? Yeah, I saw it in 2016, 17. It has like a quiet place slash something else. I don't remember what it was, but it has like a mix of them. So they're isolated in this this like bunker for a good part of the movie. And you don't know why they're down there. You know that there's something going on up top and they're trying to stay away from some kind of monster. It's kind of what you get in the... Sounds kind of 10 Cloverfield Lane. That's what it was. It's 10 Cloverfield Lane and Quiet Place and put Quiet together. Place, yeah. That's okay. what it was. Kind of what I was thinking. Interesting. Um, I like both those films. And so. honestly, it pulls off both pretty well. And so what happens is 
they get this bunker. You don't get any backstory, really. You just kind of get thrown into this bunker. They're all, they found this place, has a bunch of food. You know, it's like a, it's a shelter bunker thing. And they have a little girl and she's wanting to leave. They have to go up top every once in a while. You get to see a little bit and they have it to where you can't see, but you just hear noises. There's noise. And then they have this thing. We can look up there and they can see kind of, but no one knows they're down there. And it's, it's interesting. It's like claustrophobic. It's very thrilling because you don't know what's going on up top. Um, and you, the acting is actually really good. Alexander Skarsgård looks like they, I don't know if he did something, but he looked really unhealthy because they all have not eaten much. <laughs> right. And then yeah. you have this turning point. And what's interesting about this movie is that it, nothing that scary really happens in the third act. But it builds it so well that it's that you're te- it's like tense throughout because they have a, there's a point where there's they have a mouse come in and so like to eat their food and so they have to ration more. And I was gonna say like it it it, it does what the quiet place does so well. We don't really see what mm-hmm. what's going on, but all these little things happen like your normal life happen. Yeah, that aren't good. Little bad things happen, continue throughout the movie, which kind of builds tension throughout mm-hmm. the whole thing. And you kind of get some backstory about middle through where um, you get the family and people are freaking out and they're running around and people are trying to evacuate this little town. And you kind of get to see that something is happening. Like they, this family goes, I'm not going to spoil it, but this family goes and they're all stopped. The military stops them. And then an event happens, and they have to take off, run, and they find their shelter. It's kind of what it does. And you, but even from that little bit you get from the backstory, you don't really understand what is going on. And then they have to, they have to go out and get more food because they're running out because they have a mouse problem. And they accidentally set off a smoke signal, kind of. And so then you start seeing the monsters, kind of. Um, you just got beady beady eyes and then, then it really takes off from there because they have to leave and they're out in the open world and then you kind of there's a, there's a pretty decent twist in this um that i think is really good it ends pretty well hmm. um the twist is not the most crazy twist nowhere i kind of saw yeah. it coming but i thought it was very cool um the monster in this are kind of a hybrid between two of them famous monster type things mm-hmm. um and it's very interesting what they did with the child also and the family and then what they do with the military in this it's just different um like i said it's very quiet placey because by the third act because you can see what's going on but in the first two acts more tim glowfield lane are these people just crazy mm-hmm. like i yeah. thought there for a while is alexander skarsgård and this mom just crazy and they they bunkered themselves down and for because there's something like, i thought maybe it was a virus going around or, or they just thought that oh i don't my kid doesn't need to be up top so you don't really know what's going on, and it's interesting. I was gonna say, you know, sometimes movies when they use flashbacks, they just don't work. They just they don't put them in the right spot. They yeah. don't, you know this 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 movie utilizes flashbacks really well without giving yeah. anything away. Yeah, because you know? it tells us it, it, and as it goes throughout the different flashbacks, you know, move the story along mm-hmm. really well, and it just it just works really well for this movie. Yeah, so That's full cool. recommend. This is not something you can watch anywhere. It's a very weird type movie i ended up watching it probably I, was like a small independent i um rented it from our movie theater movie theater our movie store here because we still have one for now and but you can rent it on prime for 29 or you can go I on itunes it. for I like bought it on itunes yeah. four bucks or you can buy it for 10 bucks i actually bought the dvd because i want a physical copy i don't buy dvds i mean, everyone here knows that but they don't make another copy of it and i really wanted to have it because i like it like, i'm gonna watch it every year i think that's how much i like it it doesn't have a high score at a 6.4 i think it's very underrated people just didn't see it 
Um, well, and horror movies are strange when you and, look at their scores. Sorry. They're usually a lot lower, lower than you think yeah, they should for be. Some reason. And also, let me hit you with this. The Duffer Brothers did this. Who made I Stranger Things. I just looked at that. Yeah. They went on to make so, little-known Stranger Things the next so year after this. This yeah. was kind of their coming out with that people who have known it. I guarantee you, if people would go back after watching Stranger Things and watch this, they're going to love this movie. Yeah, it has aspects mm-hmm. of the creepiness. So oh, it has that same vibe. Because when I when I first I didn't know the Duffer Brothers, I came up directed by the Duffer Brothers, I was like, ooh. Real chance now. I really like what they've done with Stranger Things, obviously. So, yeah. anyways, it's re- it's really good. Highly recommend. One of my favorite movies I watched this year. That's cool. Horror That's wise, cool. too. Yeah, I hadn't I hadn't even heard of it. I don't think. I, maybe I'd heard hidden. of it when I looked it's up the Duffer Brothers stuff. Yeah, yeah. just hidden. I'm, I was like, is the family hidden? Maybe. <laughs> That's the goal. Um, of the movie, yeah. <laughs> That's the That's the point. Um, okay, for my next one, I don't know. Do you guys want me to actually to keep the positive train rolling and recommend something? Or let me just throw out some mediocre garbage. Do what you well, want. You can do what you want because. I'm not keeping positive next. Yeah, if we go a third round, I'm about to crush something. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll 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 do something. I'll do some mediocre garbage. Um, I took my kids to the theater the last couple of weeks, and we watched uh, the newest Disney animated film, Strange World. <laughs> um, this is going to be short, sweet, to the point. It's not very good. I don't. I mean, it's just not. It. I don't. I don't know what Disney has been doing the last couple of years. Nothing with, great. Uh, I mean, like with these, like everybody's been clamoring for a live action Pinocchio movie. I mean, like just stuff. Oh, that like, sucked too. Yeah, I haven't <laughs> seen that. But I mean, just I don't know what Disney is doing because it seems like they're either trying way too freaking hard or they're not trying at all. I don't know. But every movie that they put out, I mean, like Encanto last year was fine, I guess. But I mean, it just every, I don't know. And there hasn't been a pure... There's been a Pixar movie. There hasn't been a pure Disney animated film since Encanto came out last year. And then this film comes out and it bombs at the box office. It's said to, it's reported that it's going to lose upwards of $100 million. And I can kind of see why. And you know what? I'm kind of glad. Because I, okay, if you want to. I hope they suck. (laughs) I hope Disney loses money, the most profitable company in the world. But if you want to know basic plot, there's Jake Gyllenhaal, his wife and kid. Big fan of him. He's, I mean, yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal voices, sorry. It voices a character. Obviously, it's animated. It voices a character who has a wife and a son. And Jake Gyllenhaal is a farmer of like a very valuable, very important plant that like uses to fuel their cars and their um, houses, basically. And they have to find more of this plant, but they have to go over a certain mountain that nobody's ever traveled over before. Um, so they try to get over this mountain, and they end up accidentally. I don't remember, actually. I, maybe I fell asleep in the theater. Who knows? Don't remember exactly. Somehow, one way or another, they try to get over this mountain, and somehow they end up falling through, and they enter a strange world. Obviously, yeah. yeah. Wild, right? <laughs> um, Jake Gyllenhaal's dad is like a very famous explorer, voiced by Dennis Quaid. I love Dennis Quaid. I, I love like Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. So, it's just... And I mean, they do a fine job doing the voice work. It's just... Even when there's an animated film like this... and. Anyway, that, that's basically the plot of the film. They try to get out of this place, yada, yada, yada. They try to throw a third act twist at you, but it's like if you've ever watched a movie before in your life, you can kind of figure out what it is. Um, but I don't really have much positives about this movie. It just didn't It didn't latch on to me. And even if a lot of Disney films or a lot of animated films, if they don't necessarily grab me, I can at least laugh at some of the jokes and stuff. I don't even laugh. I didn't chuckle like one time in this movie. It's just not very good. It's just, it's just a bland characters and bland story and... No, just watch anything else with your kids. Just, I mean, if you have children and you want to watch a movie with them, watch anything else. Not okay, not anything else. Not the emoji yeah. movie or something like that. But does the trailer give away most of the movie? 
Philip Cattrillo seems very much like a little movie. Yeah. They, well, they try to hide something about the world itself, and they're like, you're never going to see this coming. And then at the yeah. end of the movie, it's like, this is what it was all along. And I'm like, yeah, it was. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Um, I just, I don't know what Disney is doing in general. I just. You know, the problem with Disney, they've been, they've actually been losing money the last few years. Good. I know the pan, I know the pandemic hadn't helped any. Good. But the problem is that they haven't put out quality stuff. They make good movies, Disney. They haven't, they haven't put out quality stuff in. I see them quite a while. Yeah, and even they their just, bread no, and butter, I even like their Joel bread and Cruise. butter, like huh? Wow. I like John Cruise. John Cruise is okay, but <laughs> even their bread, and, good, yeah. even their bread and butter, like the MCU, uh-huh. has not been making but as it, much money. You know, years ago it was if Disney came out with something, everybody clamored to because it, it was going to be good. We knew it was going to be good. Uh, these days, everything you know, they're they're in that mediocrity scale yeah. that's just ridiculous, and they're not putting out good quality work like they used to. Usually, it has to do with the story. I mean. It all comes down to the story. The story sucks. It's not going to be a good movie. Yeah, it's like they just try to insert certain character tropes or certain things that people want to see, and it's just like that's that's not it. It's like you, you're well, just it's more it's forcing more, this film. It just doesn't feel I don't know. It just doesn't feel like a well told story for anyone. It's more what they want us to see, and they're trying to shove some things down our throats at different times, and it's just it comes out as being bland and not. It doesn't. They they're not pulling it off these days. Yes, I mean they've been they've been. Uh, laying people off now. I mean, this is something Disney hadn't done in a long time. Yeah, as far as losing That's money true. and p- laying people off. So it's just they I just mean, they need to get it together. I don't yeah. know if I I don't know if I can help them. I, I know. <laughs> so we'll see. I don't know if we can help them, but I do agree yeah. with you. Um, and as far as Strange World goes, the animation's beautiful. I mean, they're putting all their money into that, I guess. But um, the animation looks great, and my kids enjoyed it. But they're stupid. They don't know what a good movie is, you know. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're four and they're six. Kids. They don't know. <laughs> all kids are stupid. I'm just kidding, but. <laughs> Um, so I guess kids will enjoy it, but it's just just bland, boring, not a good movie. Anyway. So what are you doing with it? That's a caution, by the way. Okay. I couldn't figure that out. I, I'm thought, not well, I thought maybe it. you were cautioning it. But no, that's a caution. And so, that's like still I said, in theaters, watch, I believe. So. I think it's still playing in theaters, yeah. Maybe. It'll, depends on how much money it loses. That means in about 30 days to, or 45 days, it'll be in Disney+. Plus. If you want to watch right. it there. Yeah. yeah. It takes about 45 days from and That's the start. usually what I do with any type of Disney, Marvel, anything anymore. I wait till it comes out. Because the Marvels, yeah, it comes out about forty five days yeah, after. Because uh-huh. you, you're gonna watch this one, <laughs> probably not. Okay. Not, not especially after that. High I recommend. Watch, I and I watch the trailer. I'm like, my no, son wants to watch. It, I think, but after what I've heard is in it, I'm not gonna watch it. Yeah. Um, just personally, so I also don't want to see it. I thought I did, and then I realized I don't. It's just, you know, <laughs> so, it's, it's just not very good. So. Just from watching the trailer, I have no desire. Let's whatsoever. get another like Finding Nemo, man. Let's get something good, something good. Yeah, yeah. Is, I mean, like usually Pixar knocks out of the park, so we got that to look forward to, I guess. I don't know what they're coming out with, but yeah. Uh, oh, Inside L- Out Two is coming out. What is it? Inside Out Two is going to be coming out. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, well, what's the one called? <laughs> Elemental, Elemental or something? Yeah. See Anyways. what they're going to do because you like Inside Out real I do well, like right? Inside out. They're going to ruin this. You know that. <laughs> I mean, probably. They ruined the first one. Number so. two. So anyway, what gonna, do you got, David? Um, I got a hard caution on this one. This hard is caution. Ooh. Not a regular one. A hard now, one. This we're going to go with uh, another Stranger Things alum, Gone in the Night. What is this with Winona Ryder? Oh, I was like, one of the, I was like, I don't think okay. When, it's when, actually got Winona Ryder. Uh, when did this come out? This was like last year or something like that. Oh, it was that new one I heard. Yeah, no, oh. 2022. So yeah, this year. is that one you just watched? Yes, it just came out. Oh, okay. Yep. Never even heard of Winona Ryder, uh, Dermot Mulroney. Uh, mm, I like me some Dermot Mulroney. John Gallagher Jr. Owen T. I like him too. So anyway, Winona Ryder is. See, and I like Winona Ryder quite a bit. I've watched her since you know the. I do too. You know the late eighties, nineties, whatever. I've never been a fan. <clears throat> um, I I like her. Um, me likes her a lot. <laughs> oh my gosh! And 
of course she's you know Stranger Things, so she's you know she's pretty. Big I like right her now, in that. Stranger Things, and right? And so she's she's she made this movie. It's good to see her really in movies again because I haven't seen her anything in a while. It seems like just Stranger Things. It's good to see her in movies, right. except for this one. Right, exactly. <laughs> except for this one. It's good to see her in, in it. And I just wish I hadn't watched it so much. Um, so anyway, she's she and her boyfriend is played by that Gallagher Jr. dude. Mm-hmm. Um, decide they're going to take a weekend getaway. To a cabin in the woods that never works well. Exactly. To be honest, so, that, that's is this a horror film? <clears throat> it's a thriller. Still a psychological thriller. I wouldn't okay. say horror. Is it supposed no. to be? Is it like build as horror or anything? I would. I would say no. Okay. I mean, what's it called? A Gone in the Night. Okay. I almost said Cabin in the Woods. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's exactly like Cabin in the Woods. Mm. Mystery thriller. Yeah. Um. So they get to this cabin, and uh oh, there's another couple there. Oh, so it's like barbarian, right? Huh? Exactly. That's what Jordan said <laughs> earlier. Uh, right. So they've driven for hours and hours to get there to this cabin, and they're like, uh, "It's in the middle of the night. They don't want to leave." So they're like, "Can we stay?" Mm. And the, it's the other couple, Winona and her boyfriend, are you know older than this other couple. They're like maybe early twenties, and so they're like, "Yeah, why don't you come in and stay?" My wife would have said, "We're going home." <laughs> exactly. Staying you know, right now, we would not have stayed there. <laughs> I, I would have also. <laughs> um, so yeah, they go in and. These, Swingers party or this what? other couple's given off a really weird, strange vibe as it is anyway. Um so they go in and they look around the house and everything's cool. Uh they decide this these take some weird they do some weird things in this movie. Um one of them sees a a board game for couples, mature ah. board game. But they all decide, yeah, let's play it. <laughs> like, hey, no, I don't know you. Let's <laughs> right? play a board you know, game. Like where this is going. Exactly, you know? So they're playing this board game and they're really uh, into it. Telling people, you know, <laughs> things you wouldn't tell people, strangers, right? Strangers you just met, right? In a cabin, so in the woods. <laughs> so anyway, one of the writers decides, okay, I've had enough of this. I'm going to go to bed. Uh, the boyfriend decides, no, I'm going to keep playing with these other two for a while. Yes. You know? <laughs> so she goes, she goes to bed. She wakes up in the morning. Uh oh, he's not there anymore, and neither is the other girl. Dead, right? So. <laughs> Never seen this movie. I'm just so she's like you know whatever. Um, so she finds the boyfriend out in the woods crying, and she's like, "What happened? What's what's going on?" Right? He goes, "He left with her. They're both gone. They left the other boy, the other guy. Right? Okay. They left together. Okay. Oh, I was confused. And so Wino's like, "Okay, cool, whatever." And so she leaves. Is that what she said? Okay, cool, yeah, whatever. She did, basically, kind of like that. She didn't care? Um, this is the weird part, though, because she gets back, and she doesn't try to contact him. She doesn't try to get a hold of him. She's kind of like, okay, he left with the other girl. I don't want anything to do with him. So, you know, that's For it, him. right? But Men. after talking to her friend, she decides she wants to get in touch with the girl. Mm-hmm. Doesn't make sense to me, but... What do Whatever. you mean get in touch? Like, to try to contact her, her oh. and say, hey, okay. why did you do this? Yeah, right. It, it's okay, man. It's all right. That's not what I was meant. I was just curious. <laughs> uh, and then this is where Dermot shows up, and it's just because he's the one who owns the cabin. It's a and v type thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this movie. Not good. Hard caution, remember? You said it hard is, caution. It is a very hard caution because... You're kind of making me want to watch it. <laughs> but there's some really stupid things that they do with it. It's just... The, it's. I want to say the writing is just not... 
top Good. tier because <laughs> because you see what's coming what's coming you know you know something's going on it's not it's it definitely not horror I'll say that okay um but she does finally uh track this chick down and you get some backstory from that. They start doing some flashbacks. And this is one of those movies where the flashbacks don't really work so well. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, this movie wasn't too bad until the third act. They're all dead. And then it gets... and then it, make or break it. And then they like just kind of... It's like they got... It's like they didn't know what to do with it. So they said, well, this is what we're going to do. And it's very generic and very... Been done and very kind of kind of stupid. And the decisions are whatever. But uh, that's why it's a, a hard recaution. It's... It's okay to look about the third act, and then it just kind of goes downhill from there. Well, it has a 4.9, so it's well liked. <laughs> there you it's go. Very, uh, yeah. Yeah, there it you says go. you can watch Amazon Prime for 99. Sounds like you shouldn't. Yeah. Sounds like you, just Sounds um, like you shouldn't. Okay. Yeah. Like I said, we watched it the other night. It's just, it wasn't horrible till the end. Why not? It was good. Uh, the acting wasn't horrible. It's just the story itself just isn't great. Okay. Well, and they could have they could have taken about three different directions. They that that would have made it better, and instead they just kind of took the lazy way out. Is what it felt like. I got you. So. I appreciate you introducing a movie that I'd never heard of to tell me not to watch it. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. I appreciate that. That is what I'm here for. Out of Redbox, I was like, yeah, Winona Ryder. Oh, you so. just see it in a red. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Are uh, Winona Ryder around. and Kevin Costner in a movie together? I'd burn it. It should be. I don't hate that would be awesome. as much as I hate. I'm not a hater. I just don't like some of the stuff she you, does. You think she's kind of annoying? Yeah. You're missing out on some... Beetlejuice and Stranger Things. You're actually missing out on a lot it's of good okay, movies. It's okay, hands. You're missing out on a lot of good movies just for the fact you don't like Kevin Costner. I've seen those movies. I don't not like all them. of them. You've, You've not, not seen, not seen all of them. I have not seen every movie in the he world made, either. He has so made some really, really good movies that you're missing out on. We're watching Field of Dreams today, Jordan. I've seen it. We're watching it again. I don't care. <laughs> I don't want to. I want to play with my dead dad. I don't what care. is it? No. <laughs> get out of here, Ray Liotta. <laughs> yeah, <get laughs> Nobody cares. He's dead he, has, now. he has no heart. You ever watch No Way Out? That's a pretty good movie. Man, it's it. fantastic. No Way Out's pretty I good. Yeah. I don't know if somebody come a roast of how much I hate Kevin Costner. But <laughs> I don't know why. Well, whatever. It's, it's, you this just <laughs> said you didn't like Winona Ryder, and I thought, <laughs> oh, <laughs> he also doesn't like Kevin Costner. I'm going to bring that up. I was going to say this is a long overdue intervention, dude. <laughs> whatever. It's brought up every other podcast. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I won't um, punch Vin Diesel in the face, so that's okay. <laughs> that's all right. All right, let's, let's do one more round. One let's more round. I'm going to hard caution a newer movie called Duel. Um, Duel. That's so, Steven Spielberg's first film. Nope. No. Not, not the same one. No, this is, a clone, this is a cloning movie. Ooh. Karen Gillan, Aaron Paul. Right there. Sounds oh, okay. I've seen the... The trailer actually looked pretty good. Yeah. So I bought the movie. Without watching it. Me too. It was like 10 bucks, you know. <laughs> threw that money away. Um, <laughs> this movie had an interesting idea. So basically, the, this world, um, if you are dying with cancer, I think it's the only way, or if you're about, if you know you're going to die, you can clone if, yourself and leave that clone for your family. For it, It's like a grieving thing. You know, in, instead of having like paper, pamphlet, you have yourself. Mm, um, like taxidermy. Exactly like it, except it's not. And... <laughs> So Karen Gillan is doing her thing. She starts throwing up blood, and she's like, oh, which is kind of usual for her, actually, for some reason. I don't know. They don't explain that. She's just used to throwing up blood. Hmm. And then she goes to the doctor, and they're like, oh, yeah, you're going to die in like a year. You have one year. You have really bad cancer. I'm like, okay, whatever. So she goes, they go, but you can do this. And what's funny about it is like, they're like, you don't worry about paying it because you're going to die. That's really what they say. They're like, <laughs> it's expensive, but you're going to be dead, so the family has to pay for it. She's like, done. Because she doesn't have much money. Wow. She has a really horrible boyfriend in this. He's like the worst. She's dying, and he's off doing his thing, like whatever. 
So she makes the clone. The clone takes like less than 20 minutes. Um, I remember for real, it takes like an hour. And so then what they do with these clones is they have them live with them so they can learn. Because these clones don't have any memories. They're just clones. And they look like them. They need to learn their mannerisms for their boyfriend and everything. And so their boyfriend and mom can think this is actually her. So she comes home with them and lives with them for like a year. Um, so she can pick up mannerisms, what she actually likes. With this, so this clone can actually like it. The problem with this clone is that it on it, it's an actual person. It's not like a robot type thing. It's an actual person, so it has actual feelings different than Karen Gillan, the regular character. So it's not just like an emotionless robot. No, it, it has legit thoughts. So here's the thing about this world, though. In the very first part, has Theo James in it for no reason. Right. He's in this movie for four and a half seconds. He's billed third. Anyways, um, I just wanted to know that. So in this world, though, if for some reason you decide or your body decides, I'm actually not going to die, you have to duel your clone to the death. To see who's And whoever gets wins to live. gets what? to live in this world. Because if you do this, and do, it would overpopulate, <clears throat> supposedly. And so it starts out with Theo James fighting Theo James. I don't even know which one wins. I can't remember. I don't <laughs> care. But what they do is they have... Each time is different. People come to watch this. It's like on a football field. And they have... It's a spectator sport. They have tables with different weapons. And you get to run up to the table. And whoever dies, dies. Whoever lives, gets to live. That sounds pretty metal. Now, it does. This movie sucks. <laughs> okay? Because it's boring. It's also like a sat. It's like a dark satire. So, Karen Gillan is not completely her fault. She is written horribly. And, like, all this stuff, none of the jokes hit. She's, like, going crazy. It ends up starts happening like this clone, her her horrible boyfriend starts like starts liking the clone, so they start like doing it on the side, and like they start going on dates. I was sitting here in the back of my head thinking that's gonna happen. That's they, they start going like on, getting cheated on with your. Clone. They start going on dates without her, and her mom starts calling her kid after they find out she's not gonna die. Like <laughs> they, they don't, they don't just, they, so they just everybody throw every, her away. Everybody Screw likes the you, clone. We're all better. about you two point oh now. And it makes no sense because this person is completely different. Like you would think your mom would not like the new person because she does have characteristics of her, but she's got a different personality because she's a different person. Mm-hmm. So obviously there's and you know what? I don't even care. There's <laughs> not even a duel in this movie. Oh, there's not? No, I won't tell you why. Isn't Aaron Paul like her coach? Yeah, Aaron oh sorry. Aaron Paul is a literal coach for this. This happens, the, and you know how she pays him for the actual. You know, you know, you know how she pays him for the actual person. Some might think favors. No, no, no. She teaches him how to dance. That's how she pays I'm, him. I'm not kidding. They do like this, like it's like the what is that called? The jazzercise. Jazzercise. That's what it is. He doesn't have money <laughs> to pay for. It. He says he's always wanted to do it, she, and she takes the class. She goes, "Well, if you teach me to kill my own double, I'll teach you jazzercise." Wow. So they just her wild, stupid. This double of hers and her uh, become kind of want to watch this. Kind of become buddy buddy. And then something happens, of course, because one of them is snake, whatever. No duel. If for some reason one of the players of this duel does not show up, the other one gets hunted and killed. Because they can't have both for some reason. They don't explain that. They they, they think overpopulation is what's going to happen. But I would think it's pretty rare that someone's cancer goes away. Yeah, what do you think? So far, so much that you don't have to. Well, after you've gotten a terminal, yes, yeah, so the movie's diagnosis, duel, duel and there's and no duel. Straight, after no. you've got a terminal diagnosis, you there, think that it's not going to get better. I will admit, there's <laughs> one duel in the very beginning, but it doesn't matter because it doesn't matter. Like mm-hmm. it's Theo James, and he never comes back into the. It's just they just want. He just needed money. He's like, I did this. You know, I've done Divergent. No one wants me now. <laughs> it's like it's like Ridley Scott's The Last Duel, but if Adam Driver and Matt Damon never tried to kill each other. 
Yes. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, that, pretty take much. The last 20 minutes There's out. no rape in it. So. Well, that's good. That's well, that's nice. got, it's got that going for it. But no, it's bad. Aaron Paul is just there, man. Karen Gillan, I like her. There's that. I never watched anything. <laughs> I like her. It's a caution. Please don't watch it. I mean, I guess you can watch it. It's just, It sounds fun. It sounds interesting. It's not. It's mm, boring. Okay. And there's no duel <laughs> in a duel movie. <laughs> duel. That's, that's why I told Emma. Watch when, Spielberg's duel. When she woke up, I said, Emma, there's no duel. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> watched a movie called Duel. There was no duel. <laughs> they don't even duel it out. No They're dueling. Just, just uh, stupid. What a bummer. Um, I'm going to recommend a film real quick. Uh, I'm going to recommend, um, this is a new movie on Netflix. Um, it is a remake of All Quiet on the Western Front. Um, this is, this was originally a very, very famous piece of German literature. Never read that book. Um, and this is a, also a best picture winning movie from 1930. I have seen the original movie. I think there was another remake in the seventies. And then one for 2022 that just came out on Netflix. Um, so that's the one that I watched fairly recently. Um, and right off the bat, one thing I didn't know about this film, this is a German film. It's a German-speaking film through and through. I did not know that, but as the film progresses, I think, huh, that makes sense. They're in Germany, so and these are German soldiers, so it makes it makes total sense that they speak German, not like in the 1930 version where they all speak English and have like weird accents and stuff. But um, I do love the 1930 version, but um, I didn't really know what to expect with this. Um, and basically, very, 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 very basic plot group of German soldiers go to the Western Front, try to survive, basically it. Um, a lot of different things happen. Um, this movie, I didn't know what to expect from this movie. This movie floored me. It is visceral. It is brutal. It is relentless. I felt like there was a couple times I'm like, okay, I can breathe now for a minute. Nope, nope, more death, more carnage, more fatalities. It's just it's just relentless, relentless, brutal. And I don't think I've ever quite seen a movie that depicts war in such a bleak, soul-crushing way. I mean, obviously, war is sad, and it tears you up in most films. Most war films are sad. I mean, we can kind of agree with that. I don't think any of them are actually nice. I don't think any war film, unless you watch MASH, I don't think any, and that has serious (laughs) moments too, but uh, I don't think any war film is like a fun time. But um, this movie is just... I'm. This is a strong recommend for me because I think it's a great film, but I'm going to put some caveats on it because this is not going to be an easy watch for people. There's some moments in it that are downright tough to watch. It's just hard to endure. Um, So if you're not into really soul-crushing acts of violence and brutality and war and things like that, you probably won't like this film. Um, And it's one of those movies, like I was talking to my mom about it because I know she loves the original film. I was talking to my mom about it, and I said, hey, um, this movie is really good. I don't think you would like it because it is hard to watch, you know. Yeah. So um, you just have to know going in that, hey, this is going to be visceral. This is going to be brutal. Um, but it was very well done um, and pulled on my heartstrings some. Uh, I didn't recognize the director. I didn't recognize any of the actors. Um, but it's very well shot, very well acted. The main character in the film um, is very, very good. It has Daniel Brühl in it, Captain Zemo. He shows up. Um has a few like bits him. here and there because he's of Spanish German descent, I believe, and um, he in shows up. Yeah, oh, okay. He shows up a few times um, in the film. He's really good in it. Um, the, the whole cast is great. Uh, like I said, I just I wasn't expecting much, and it was very good. So if you have time, if you got two and a half hours, and you're like, man, I want my soul to be crushed on. I want my soul to be stomped on. We like that. Check out All Quiet on the Western Front on Netflix. It's good. 
It's on Netflix. I don't have Netflix, so there you go. Did you cancel Netflix? Oh, yeah. I yeah. pay for that. No more chilling. <laughs> okay, I'm going back. We just watched, I guess last week we watched uh, this 1980-whatever movie, Christmas movie we'll call it, The Gremlins. Gremlins. Yeah, nineteen eighty. Yeah, nineteen eighty. Eighty six. Three, four, four. I don't know. I'm usually good about that. I hate myself. Let's see. I don't know. Let's see. Someone talk. Eighty four. Eighty four. Okay. Eighty four. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so are you going to recommend Gremlins? Absolutely. I love this movie. It's just. <laughs> is it a Christmas movie? It, yes, it is. Is it? Okay. It happens okay. at Christmas. Uh, We're about to get into that in a minute too. Wait, let's see. Gizmo <laughs> is given to him as a Christmas present. So okay, this well, is a sure. Christmas story. Thank you very much. Roll your eyes all you want. Um, it's all subjective, so it's fine. <laughs> this it, is a Christmas story. I almost, okay, brought, up, I'm just saying, I almost brought up the other Christmas movie that we don't debate about. Die Hard. Sorry, go on. <laughs> that that's may come up later. Yeah, um, so anyway, <clears throat> uh, yeah, this, this guy, he's an inventor, makes all these really weird crap that doesn't work. Um, he goes into this... Chinese shop in somewhere in Chinatown. I don't know where. He, I don't know what state he's in at this point. Not this point. right. I don't know. So anyway, he goes Chinese, and uh, racist, he's George. he's trying to sell one of his inventions to to the shop owner, and he hears this really cute sound coming from the back, and it turns out to be a mogwai. Oh, which is this whole little, town thought it was Mowgli. That's the thing from Jungle Book. Yeah, isn't it? <laughs> yes, Mowgli's the kid from Jungle Book. <laughs> I was like, you're wrong. No, nope. he's no, a Mogwai. Yeah, right. Yeah, uh, is cute, it Gizmo? Cute little furry thing. I haven't seen this movie in forever. Yeah. I haven't seen this movie in a long time either. Yeah, my either. wife has a wallet that has Gizmo's face on it. <laughs> me either. So that's why it's furry. That's why we watched it. We thought, you know, just yeah, fun watch to watch, right? So anyway, the old guy says, "No, there's too many rules. Too many. It, you, he take there's a lot of lot of care that has to be taken when you ha- when you have a Mogwai. So he says no, but the the shop owners. Uh, Grandson's like, no, we need the money. So he kind of does a back back alley deal with him. He says, hey, for 200 bucks, you can have him. You know? So the guy's like, yeah, cool, let's do steal. it. Exactly. So he brings <laughs> he brings it home you know, in, the, in a box, and uh, he gives it to his son as a Christmas gift. Christmas gift. He says, but there's three rules. Rule number one, uh, you got to keep it out of light. Rule number two, can't feed it after midnight. Mm-hmm. Starting to rhyme. And rule number three, whatever you do, don't get it wet. You can't give it a bath. You can't nothing. No, don't you can't you can't get it wet whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So he's like, cool. Okay, we can go by these rules. Corey Feldman's in this also. Mm-hmm. I did not realize that until I watched it again. Uh, you know, Phoebe Cates and I forgot he is in this. <clears throat> um, anyway, they're going by the rules. Everything's going great. Whatever. Uh, when Corey Feldman is up in this guy's room because they're watching TV and he's they're friends and. He knocks over a, a glass of water and gets all over the Freaking Mogwai. Gizmo's right there. The Mogwai, who will, will now, we know his name is Gizmo. We'll just say Gizmo from here on out. Uh, and I'd forgotten a lot of this movie. I forgot that when you get him wet, he multiplies. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it spilled all over his back, and all of a sudden all these little furry balls are popping off his back. Here that happens. <laughs> it's terrible, isn't it? So like now they've got like Six mogwais. <laughs> Don't even go there. Every day of my yeah. life. <laughs> Sorry, come on. So now we got like six mogwais. The problem is that the other ones aren't very nice. What? They're very, they're very mischievous. They they want to cause harm. One of them tries to kill the dog. Just saying. Stripe, um, stunk. What's yeah, his name? stripe. Stripe, yeah. yeah. 
So, what a basic dog name. <laughs> no, that's the no, that's, mogwai. That's the oh, mogwai. I thought you were saying that's the, the dog. That's, that's, call him Lucky. That's the mean mogwai. And, I mean, they, like, hang him from the... Hmm. They hang him with Christmas lights on the porch. Mm. And he's hanging Hitting upside down. Christmas movie thing. Yes. <laughs> so... Where does the Christmas spirit come in? They yeah. wanted Christmas spirit? What are you talking about? Where does you that come this in? Movie? There's no Christmas spirit. It's just a Christmas movie. It can't be a Christmas movie if it has no Christmas spirit. So what happens if you feed these things after midnight? They turn into gremlins. Oh, yeah. And so Spike and them, they they decide that they're going to... They pull the plug, or they tear the plug out of the the, uh, the alarm clock. and uh, They're like having toddlers. Yeah, and decide that they're going to eat after midnight, and what happens? They all turn to gremlins. Does well, Gizmo eat and become a no, gremlin? No, he, he Grim- always say Mogla. Gremlin knows better. He oh, knows. Fine. He knows. He knows better and decides. You know, I'm not, I, I don't want any part of it. Yeah, I haven't seen it forever either. I'm so, trying to remember all of it. So what happens? Of course, the gremlins decide they want to multiply. So as do we all. Pretty soon, you have hundreds of gremlins tearing up this town. For real, man. I, Ah, I gotta watch this again. For real, hundreds of them. I thought that was Gremlins too. Thought the that was batch. Critters or the new <laughs> batch. <laughs> <was> critters. And <laughs> Kevin Bacon Critters. <laughs> to me, one of the best scenes in this movie is in the bar. You've got mm. probably fifty or sixty Gremlins in there just doing whatever. I mean, you got one of them flashing people. One of them's got a gun. Yeah. Uh, they're yeah. playing poker and killing each other. I mean, it's, that's right. It's a hilarious scene. Love this stuff. scene. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, the they cause havoc and whatever. Uh. The the main kid in it and Phoebe Cates and and Gizmo end up having to go around and trying to save the day, and the only way you can do it is really to well, I guess you basically got to kill him. Um, Spike is the main one you want to get to because he is the worst. Spike, he is the worst, and uh, you know eventually get around to it. And like I said, chaos throughout the. I mean, there's. The only thing that I would caution about this is this is a PG movie in the 80s, though. When they could get away with whatever they yeah, wanted. Yeah, so, I mean, there's some stuff in it that you might want not want your little kids to see. Um, this guy's mom it gets attacked by the gremlins in the home. She throws one of them into the microwave. He explodes. Um, nice. And, you know, they show awesome. it all. Yes, they show yeah. it all. Uh, one gets in a blender, just kind of, you know, he's, yeah. It, that type of thing throughout the movie. They do... It is kind of graphic in that way. Granted, they're it's it's almost like uh, Poltergeist was ripping his face off that type of thing. Um, wow! So you might not want your younger kids to see this, but other than that, it's a really fun movie. Uh, I, I hadn't seen it in years and forgot a lot about it, but it was a lot of fun to watch. Probably watch again next year, I think. So what happens when they get in the light? Um, they just they just don't like it. It it I think it if it's a direct if it's a Strong enough, like like sunlight. I think it'll melt them. Sweet, um, because that would, that would suck. <laughs> um, but just so so light, they they shy away from any kind of light. Uh, but wow. overall, it's fun to watch. We just enjoyed it. it was, you know, good throwback for us. Uh, we'd I'd seen it you know, years ago, but just had a lot of fun with it. I'm with you. Gremlins is a fun time. I haven't seen it forever. If you if you want to get in the Christmas spirit and watch Gremlins, um, it's on HBO Max. I didn't realize that. And uh, the set for the town. That was used in the in Gremlins is the same set they used for Back to the Future. There you go. Just saw that on here. That's interesting. Probably filmed at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, that would be fun. <laughs> like like right before Back to the Future. Back to the Future and Gremlins. <laughs> and it was also written by Chris Columbus. Yeah, it so. was. Interesting. Interesting. Watched another Chris <laughs> Columbus movie last night, I think. Was it Home Alone? No, it wasn't. 
Didn't you write Cranks? Too? Christmas the Cranks. I think he wrote. I think he wrote, I think wrote, he wrote that. that. Yes. Uh, the screenplay. Yeah. Somebody yeah. else directed. I think. Yeah, it was. All right. Um. So we're gonna go ahead and transition to our next segment, and this Speaking is. Speaking of Christmas films. <laughs> yeah, this is our new segment we're doing with drafting. We didn't have enough time to do a bracket, so we're gonna do drafts. And this this week we are drafting movies of Christmas origin. Mm-hmm. Um. We would be the same as last week. We have a snake draft, different um order, which I'll say in just a second. And um, we have 10 movies that we can choose um, out of how our team. However, Ten films. however many you decide to put on your list to get ready for this. So it will go Matt and then me and then Dad David. David. Um, that was randomly selected in front of everybody through a spinner. So very awesome. Put our names into a random spinner. Yes. We uh, spun it. And so with the first overall pick in the Christmas movie draft, Matt, you're on the clock. Mm, on the clock. Do I got 60 seconds to pick? I hope you take less. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to sit here in silence for 60 seconds. With the first overall pick um, with Christmas films, I have to go It's a Wonderful Life. Um, 1946, Frank Capra, Jimmy Stewart uh, film. Fantastic. One of the best Christmas, not even one of the best Christmas movies, one of the best movies of all time. It's just a wonderful, wonderful film. It's timeless. Love it. I could talk about it for hours. I'm not going to because Jordan's up next. And with that, a big yeah. surprise for me that I you didn't take picking, the yeah. best Christmas ever made yeah. in Christmas Vacation. <laughs> um, Christmas Vacation. I love Christmas Vacation, but it's not the best ever made. It is. It's, it, it is. I understand where you're coming from, but Christmas Vacation is the goat. Man, that one went early, dog. That is the goat. So that's respect the one it, that I'm going it. with. David, what are you going with the third overall pick? You picked Matt, his favorite since one. Since Matt chose my favorite. Yeah. Um, I had it to run for life kind of low. I mean, I had it th- no, I had too low. I thought I'd go third round. I'm going to go with the Christmas Carol, 1980, whatever that was. 84? The yeah, George C. Scott one? Yeah. George okay, C. Cool. Scott. Okay, cool. I might go a different version later. Not going um, <laughs> to. That is my favorite version of all. I do like that one, yeah. Um, all right, you get another one. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Let's go with Elf. Who else going to take you? Yeah. Yeah. Elf, you got Elf pretty early. I watched Elf last night, actually. Our local theater was playing a uh, screening of it for free, so I thought, hey. Pretty happy with the way it's going right now, because I'm taking the Grinch 966. I'm taking that off the board right now with the Grinch. Oh, man. The, nine, the, the animated version. The animated version. I so love the, that. The, the Boris Karloff oh, 66 meant, TV special. I love it, I also man. meant to do this beforehand. We are doing um, we're versions. We're including... Yes. Because there are, there are three versions of Grinch. There are a bunch of versions of Christmas Carol. Yep. I feel like it's not fair for me to take the Grinch, take all three of those movies. Yeah. So I'm taking the 1966 Grinch. That's a good one. That's a, We're also doing TV specials as well, obviously. Yeah, the, the became movies, The 66 so. Grinch is technically a TV movie. And like, you know, Rankin Bass has a lot of good TV movies. Might come up later. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I'm taking Miracle on 34th Street. Um, you decided to go all classic today because I took I all am. last it's, time. It's one of my, it's one of my favorites. It's it's an absolute classic. The I've 19, got it on my list. Nineteen forty seven version starring Edward Gwynn and I don't remember the little girl's name in it. Uh, Natalie Wood is it Natalie Wood? I don't remember. Anyway, but Miracle on Forty Street, Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. It's fantastic. Um, the ninety four remake with Dylan McDermott. It's not bad. Um, but but it's not as good. Yeah, it's not as good. It's got <laughs> Homeboy from Jurassic Park as Santa. Gosh, what's his name? Richard. Oh, I can't remember his name. Richard Attenborough? Yeah, I think so. Right. Okay, yeah. And he's a good Santa, but the original 47 version, Miracle on 34th Street, it's great. Oh, is it snaking back to me now? Yeah, you yes. got it. You got two. <clears throat> Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. 
1964, the original Rankin Bass special. It's delightful. Did they take a children's song and stretch it into an hour-long TV movie? Absolutely. They did that, yes. Absolutely. Um, but is it an absolute classic? Again, absolutely. <laughs> so, taking Rudolph. Okay. Um, I thought about going Rudolph there. I'm going to go Home Alone. Um, I think Home Alone is a timeless a classic. classic. Yep. Um, uh, yeah. I'm, I, th- I think if I didn't take it there, I would not get it coming back there possibly. So, I'm going to take Home Alone off the board right there. And I am going with Holiday Inn. Okay. Mm. <clears throat> Holiday Inn is now gone. Yes, it's a great movie. And you get uh, another one. Great musical. Um, and I'm going to go ahead and go with Die Hard, buddies. Mm. Yeah. I don't care what anybody says. It's, it's our Christmas movie. Are we going to have this debate right now? We, don't, we, we can, can make the debate, but it care. is widely debated, I'm not, I'm, so I'm fine with it. I mean, I don't care. I don't, you can waste a spot on Die Hard David, if you want. David, I don't <laughs> care <laughs> enough. I really don't it's care enough. To argue. Personally, I don't think it is a Christmas film, but I don't care enough to argue with you was, about it. I was, so. wife, yeah. I was talking to my wife about this last night. I said, it's at Christmas. They're seeing Christmas carols. It is at a Christmas party. This is a Christmas movie. Thank you very much. But the only reason... Never mind. Uh, We're not going to get yeah. into it. Yep. Never mind. Never mind. Never I don't mind. care the reason. It's <laughs> at Christmas. Okay. I'm going to take my favorite um, older classic in White Christmas. That gummit! So. That was going to be my next pick, you dirty dog. That is my favorite classic one. Because I'm not as high as Wonderful Life as you two. So. Um, my wife and I watched White I Christmas. I love It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah, we did. We I'm not saying it's a bad movie. We watched it the other night. We watched yeah. it at Thanksgiving. We, oh, really? We watched yeah. White Christmas the night before last. My wife cried at the end. I was like, yeah, it's sweet, man. But that's that's really the only I mean, negatives I've ever heard about. I just bought the 4K Steelbook. I don't, I, don't, I don't hate it. Really? I just, uh, yeah. That's one of the only negatives I've ever heard about um, about White Christmas is like it's so sweet and sappy. I'm like, who cares? I don't want a So Christmas. freaking good, It's dude. like I don't want a Christmas movie that's evil. Well, I, I like I it do, better than Holiday Inn, and that might be debatable. I do too. But do too it doesn't matter. Because Holiday Inn's got some great songs because introdu- it introduces White Christmas, and yeah. it's also got some questionable songs. Like they got they got a blackface routine and stuff. I mean, it's <laughs> they got some questionable stuff in there. But, it's black um, and white. How do you know? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, go on. It's hard not to notice, uh, but I I prefer White Christmas to Holiday Inn. It may not be better, but I prefer it. Um, my turn. Yeah, I'm going to go a Christmas Carol from 1951. This is the um, what is that stinking guy's name? Uh, the old guy. I haven't seen this one, so I don't know. I haven't seen the 51 version. Um, the 51 version. Who does it star? Crap, it's going to bother me. I don't know, just keep talking. I'm sorry, I'm trying to I'm <laughs> trying to find it here so I can figure out. Alistair Sim, okay, I was going to forget that was the Alistair, Alistair something. Sim. Anyway, he's got these big, bulging, creepy looking eyes. That's the version that I've seen the most, that I gravitate to the most. Um, I think the George C. Scott one's good. I think the, what is it, 37, 38 version is pretty good of A Christmas mm-hmm. Carol. I even like the Jim Carrey version. The 57 different versions? Yeah. Um, oh my gosh, I, yeah, there's yeah. a bunch of different versions. I like the I like the Jim Carrey one, the mocap Robert Zemeckis one. I like that one, but um, I'm going the 1951 A Christmas Carol, um, and I go again as well, right? Yes, yes, go again. I'm going to go another Rankin-Bass special and go Santa Claus is Coming to Town. This is the origin story of Santa. Good, good stuff. A lot of fun. Okay. It's one um, of my favorite Christmas specials. That I love that old puppet I do, stuff. I do want one of these. I'm probably going to go ahead and just take Frosty's Snowman off the board here. Mm, interesting. Um, I had it up there. I wanted Rudolph. Since you took him, um, I'll take Frosty's Snowman. I think it's... 
I like that one the second best out of the three we've said so far. Mm-hmm. I think that one's a little better than Santa Claus coming to town for me because Rudolph is number one and has that kind of stuff in it. So Frosty the Snow, I just put Frosty the Snow, but anyways, Frosty the Snowman is gone. Mm. Your turn. And I'm going with two that I just enjoy watching. Here we go. Here's what, here, here we go for the ride. Nightmare Before Christmas. Knew that was going. Okay. Okay. And Krampus. Oh, my God. I don't care what you guys think about it. Did you watch that? David, I watched Krampus I about to. 11 hours I ago. Said, I don't I care. I, don't, I can care less what you guys think about it. I just have fun with it. I like to, I like watching so, it. We enjoy watching it. It is fun. I had so. never seen Krampus, and I was giving you a hard time about it. I watched it last night, like I said. Um, and, you know, I'm... I'm a sucker for Christmas. I'm all about Christmas being joyful and loving and merry and bright. Oh, that's not so. This. So no. listen, listen to me though. I've I've never really been big into the idea of like taking Christmas and kind of twisting it and stuff. Never really been into Black Christmas, Silent Night, Deadly Night stuff like that. Not my thing really. But I'd be lying if I said I didn't have fun with Krampus. <laughs> I did enjoy. I the ending was kind of weird. Yeah. Um, and there's some weird stuff in it. Far from perfect, but I did have a fun time with Krampus. That's why we watch it. So I, I get why you enjoy it. Would it be in my Would it be on my squad? No, but I get where you enjoy it. <laughs> All right. So I take the draft, everybody. Taking a Christmas story. It's it's gone pretty far down. Oh. So I'm taking a Christmas story. Dude, I totally yeah. forgot about a Christmas story. I was waiting to see how far it would go, and I don't feel like it's gonna go any farther. The, now, not what? my personal favorite. What round are we in? We're on one, two, three, four, five, six. Okay. So it'll be, when it comes back around, it'll be your seventh. Um, not my personal favorite movie. Honestly, I've seen it 28,000 times every single year. My mom well, loves yeah. it. Yeah, but absolutely. it is a classic. It is what you think of. When you think of a Christmas movie, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? A Christmas story. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I'm going with right here. Man, I I had it like third overall that I wanted mm-hmm. to get, and I completely missed it. I just skipped right over it. I, I did went too. To, went to I was a like, Christmas Carol. I was, I was getting thrown off with you taking all the... All the puppet stuff. I was like, I get one. <laughs> Do I dare go for more puppet stuff here? Is Take my, more. Is it it's my yours, man. Go yeah. for it. Take puppets. I'm going to go with another. Hard. Take what you want. <laughs> That's true. And Jordan got frosty. I'm going to go with another Rankin Bass special. Oh. You did, yes. The Year Without a Santa Claus. No, I was trying to think of which one you were going for, but then I thought, I was like, there's another good one, but yeah. There's a lot of good ones. Uh, I'm going to go with The Year Without a Santa Claus. This is from 1974. This is when Santa's like, hey, these kids are ungrateful. I'm freaking quitting. And it's an enjoyable time. It may not be their best one. I, I know it's not their best, Rankin Bass's best special, but I love it. I love The Year Without a Santa Claus. And mainly because of the banging tracks you get from Heat Miser and Snow Miser. That you guys know main, what I'm talking about. That's the main about. good reason. That's the main good part. Those songs iconic. are dynamite. So. Pretty iconic. I agree. What else? Oh, yeah. Um, a Charlie Brown Christmas. Now you can have that crap. <laughs> I know you guys don't like Charlie Brown. I know fan. you guys never really care for Charlie Brown that much. Not I've watched him since I was old enough to sit upright. It's good for I your just, draft, though. I have People a like I it. have a soft spot for Charlie Brown, and I think this this Christmas special just encapsulates that beautifully. I love a Charlie Brown Christmas. So, all right. Well, now I'm gonna go ahead and take um, Jim Carrey's The Grinch. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still there, and I, if you guys know, if anyone knows me, The Grinch is my favorite thing. So. Um, Jim Carrey's The Grinch, so I'm going to go ahead and take right there. That was good. That's a close one. So we're on seven. So you'll be seven, and then is, you do eight. Is The Santa Claus still on there? The Santa Claus is still there. Yeah, why not? That was going to be my next one. Tim the Allen? Santa Claus. You know, I like the Santa Claus. Tim Allen, Santa Claus. If you think about the world of that movie, it is bonkers. Wait, I'm, not even, it, I'm not even a huge fan. This is just for my list. It is bonkers. Hey, there you go. Um, I'm going to go Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. So that's not a Christmas movie. That's a Thanksgiving. Oh, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. That's I right. was gonna put that. I don't want to be a jerk. I, about Thanksgiving that. I actually <laughs> was gonna put that, and I, I looked it up, and that. they're going to Thanksgiving because I had all my things. Well, give me some Nick Cage then, the Family Man. 
I'm like, this is. I'm sitting here going, Con Air. Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what I thought. I'm like, is that during Christmas? Yep. I'm like, what is he talking about? Give me some big cake. Man, I haven't seen the Family Man in yeah. forever. It's uh, pretty good though. Okay, starting. This is when it starts getting a little nitty gritty. It is two, getting nitty gritty. Okay, so we're on eighth round. I don't like this movie. I'm taking Polar Express here. Dang. Um, Polar Express is a iconic movie. I think it's gives people nightmares. It's creepy as crap. Tom Hanks is looking to your soul because his eyes are he dug does. in. It's gross. I'll admit it's beautiful, and but I understand a lot of people don't like it because it's kind of slow. It's whatever, but I enjoy it. I'm taking Polar Express, so I'll take that. I think that's a decent one. Okay, I got two more here. Um, yeah, you have these are your last two. Let me do Scrooged with Bill Murray. Yeah. Um, I had that again. You got, that you got the same version of a Christmas Carol a billion times, but it's it's just funny. It's Bill Murray's just at his absolute best. Um, got some good cameos in it. Just just a fun time. Is it perfect? Lord have mercy, no. But it's a fun time. Um, what well, you said, Scrooge, right? Scrooged and give me Home Alone Two, Lost in New York. Um, it's obviously far superior for to the first one because they literally just do exactly what worked in the first film, except put it in New York. Um, and I think Home Alone Two has a lot more problems than the first one does. But I've still seen it 35 times, and I enjoy it quite a bit. So, um, so that was actually your ninth pick. So you have one more coming around. You end it. So um, you, okay. you're the one that gets two back to back to end it. Uh, okay. Yours. Okay. I'm going to take four Christmases, okay. I think. We just uh, watched that the other this, night. Now, this, this is not by any means a great movie. Um, I think it's funny. We're getting into the point of the draft where like, we're starting to have to pick some stuff that are just yeah. okay. Home, mm-hmm. like, Home Alone 2 is probably going to be my next one if you didn't. But yeah. that had me having both Home Alone's. Like, I don't know. Um, but I'm going to go with Four Christmases. Uh, I really like it. It's a really good comedy um, around the time of Christmas. So I think that's what I'm going to do. Do you have any more Nick Cage movies up your sleeve, David? No, yeah, but I have another darker Christmas movie. So, well, It's your turn. I don't think yeah, I know where you're going. Though. Um better watch out it's not what i thought you were seen that i have not seen it i is that got that one girl in it (laughs) sure why not the one girl from that thing that i watched (laughs) absolutely Uh, i remember clicking on her and being like oh she was in better watch out (laughs) i heard it was fun enough it was it was it was fun right nobody's gone black christmas so far i thought he was going it's on my list but i yeah i don't know um i'm gonna go with uh the man who invented christmas it's mm. a really good movie. I've not seen it. Seen it like seen we've seen it. it like three times. I thought you were going to go that Kurt Russell Santa Claus movie on Netflix, no. the Christmas Chronicles. I've heard that's pretty good. I haven't wasn't, seen it. I wasn't a big fan. So. I haven't seen it, so I'm not going to. Obviously, I can't go with it. I haven't seen it. But um. all right, now we've got a real dilemma here. <laughs> Is it you and me left with yeah. one pick each? Yeah. Okay. What are you going to go with? I'm not telling you. <laughs> I'm in between Santa Claus Two and Jingle All the Way, and I know that's crazy. <laughs> it's on my list. <laughs> I'll take Santa Claus 2 I wanted the first Santa Claus um, Santa Claus 2 is a I don't know if it's stepped down because I actually just watched Santa Claus I think Santa Claus 2 is more fun because it takes 45 minutes to get to the North Pole like as Santa Claus like he does his thing oh well, yeah but in the second one he's full blown and he's like I gotta get a wife <laughs> and so <laughs> it's like a wife. I personally <laughs> don't think it's good but I'm gonna I, go, I think at, at, at the 10th round it's not, that's not too it's bad it's enjoyable yeah. enough so I'm gonna go I can, I can, get, Santa the, Claus I can get behind too, that because I don't have any Santa Claus movies okay I can get behind that I don't think the, the Santa Claus movies when you really think they're just wild <laughs> I mean like he accidentally kills Santa and he but becomes Santa and just, with these lists people love those movies yeah I yeah. mean I'm not saying I, 
I really like most of these movies. I haven't seen The Family Man in 12 years. You know what's on my list? My, the Medea Christmas is on my list. I was not going <laughs> to pick it, but I was like, part times. If, I you almost, to, if you need to fill up your list. So I got one more. You got the last pick of the draft. I'm glad you went Santa Claus too, because I'm going to go Jingle All the I Way. I knew you were, yeah. <laughs> I'm going Jingle All the Way. Is this a good movie? No. 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 I love me some it's Arnold. Not. I love me some Sinbad. I love me some Phil Hartman. I love me some Rita Wilson. Uh, uh, freaking uh, Anakin. Skywalker, oh, yeah. uh, Jake Lloyd. Poor guy. Um, poor kid. If only he knew what his life was going to become <laughs> after this. George Lucas watched this movie and went, yep, that's my Anakin. That's my Anakin. Um, <laughs> not his fault, though. <laughs> no, George Lucas' not, fault. It's George Lucas' yeah. fault, yes. Not, not Jake Lloyd's. But <laughs> Jingle All the Way is objectively bad, but I enjoy it. So. I, I do not like this movie. Uh, I like it. My wife absolutely loves this movie. You don't movie. like Jingle All the Way? I don't. I don't I, know. Actually, I'm VHS. I can't stand I to watch it. it. I, like it. I cannot stand you to watch it. get a Jim Belushi cameo in there? No, I don't. I don't like it, no. Okay, so... I respect the... that. I didn't say it was good. <laughs> yeah, I just it's not I enjoy good. it. Okay, so the draft is officially over. Matt's team is It's a Wonderful Life, a Miracle on 34th Street, Rudolph Red-Nosed Reindeer, A Christmas Carol, 9051. Um, Santa Claus is coming to town. The year without Santa Claus, a real flip flop there. That's um, right. He's coming, then he's not. <laughs> he's coming, um, then he's gone. A Charlie Brown Christmas, Scrooged, Home Alone Two, and Jingle All the Way. Mine is uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, 1966's The Grinch, mm-hmm. um, White Christmas, Frosty the Snowman, A Christmas Story. Killed that one right there. <sighs> I, mean, uh, I can't believe sorry. I just missed it. The Grinch. Jim Carrey, so I got both of those. But Polar How Express, Christmas four, yeah, I didn't want to say all that. <laughs> the Polar Express, Four Christmases, and Santa Claus Two. Whereas you have uh, Christmas Carol '84 mm-hmm. taking your first spot, which I think you could have got lower. I like it. Elf, at two. Holiday Inn, Die Hard, Nightmare Before Christmas, Krampus, The Santa Claus, Family Man. Um, better it's Watch Out, and The Man Who Invented Christmas. I have never heard of Family Man. Have really? I? Have I not heard of it? I see. Honestly, I get Family Man and The Weatherman confused. Me sometimes. too. Both I was early two thousand the Weatherman. Family Man. Movies. Family Man. He's this rich single guy. Is he a Family Man? No. Well, he becomes it. Which no. one he's has Taylioni in it? Family Man. Okay. Yeah, he's he's the rich single guy, and what would his life have been like had he married her? So oh. it's it's a wonderful life. Yeah, basically. Oh, but with <laughs> Nick Cage. Yeah. Is what it is. Got it. Okay, I've never heard of it. When you don't have I Jimmy guess. Stewart alive. I was thinking of Weatherman when you said it. You, you always go Nick Cage. <laughs> I was thinking Weatherman when you said it. I like the Weatherman, too. I was like, that's not on Christmas. <laughs> yeah, 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 the family okay. man. You always cast Nick David, Cage. David, just, like you just like your horror movie list, David, your list is hey, a roller coaster. roller coaster. Exactly. I like it. That's how it should I be. Like it. I like um, it. Okay, there we go. That's it. We're done. The Christmas thing is over. Christmas is over. Christmas is not over. We this still be out before Christmas. So. Yes, it will. This was this was fun. Anything else you guys want to add? No, fam. Before we sign off, um, for those of you wondering, we did do a um, poll on uh, on social medias about who had the best horror movie draft. Uh, David won that. Don't know how, but David won that that poll. I think yeah. I won. I think With, I voted. Oh, uh, that's the Facebook one. We're talking oh, about Twitter. That's right. Facebook oh, okay. he voted on himself, Twitter. not counting it. <laughs> voted for himself <laughs> on facebook yes okay, not david. on twitter no, i looked at twitter yeah david won that one uh so congratulations david on winning the best horror movie draft again i don't know how you won it um but it's because that's I, all over the place that's man fine. I, that's, fine. I, that's fine dude whatever um so congratulations to you we might do the same thing with this one jordan you want to do that you want to yeah, put this yeah, one we'll up on again. social media and be like do hey who has the best christmas movies yeah so um this one's more sporadic so it we'll is, see. yeah. So go to our social media platforms and reach out to us and vote on these. And um, yeah, let us know who had the best 
um, squad of Christmas films. This was enjoyable. Passed about the sixth, seventh round. It gets pretty crappy in this one. It does. Look, not, I'm glad we included. It gets a little rough. I almost threw out Christmas with the Cranks there at the end. I had a Hail Mary. We watched that the other night, actually. Burn yeah. All the Way is a movie. No, not as good as as far as I, like neither one of them are good, but I enjoy both. Tim <laughs> Allen again. I'd rather watch I'd rather watch his cranks and I'll jingle all the way. Well, three out of four times. I, I understand that. I understand. Yeah. Anyway, yes, those are our squad of Christmas films. Squad. So, uh, <laughs> what do you guys think about our picks? Um, if you like them, if you dislike them, if you think that there is a movie that we missed that we're stupid for not picking, that's totally cool. You guys can let us know. I would love to know what movie we missed. Santa Claus Three. <laughs> that one sucks. What is it called? The, the escape, escape clause. clause. Yeah, that yeah. one sucks. Um, yeah, if there's one that we missed that uh, you're like, hey, there's a little known Christmas movie called whatever that you guys missed out on. That's fine. Let us know what you would have selected to be on your um, Christmas squad. Uh, but yeah, that's going to do it for this episode. Um, that's going to do it for this episode. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Um, if you want to comment or leave us any questions about this episode or any of our episodes you can do that we're on facebook at movie matrix podcast or we are on twitter at movie matrix pod hit us up let us know what you guys thought about this episode or any episode but until next time signing off for matt jordan and david we will see you guys then peace Oh, 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 oh,